Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody and welcome back to Acts of Pod. Um, it's just me and Saison today. Um, it's our first episode back from the Great Freeze of Texas. Has it been that long? It has been that long. Wow. That feels like, that feels like ages ago. <laughs> I mean, when you're on the Panera Bread time. <laughs> The panini press time. <laughs> has it been an hour? Has it been a year? I don't time, know. Time is a flat panini sandwich. <laughs> That's right. It goes by so slowly. And time can do so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad that we have this time together because um, as as many of our listeners know, we have been working on several albums from the 90s, um, even further down the downward spiral. And Cezanne and I, very specifically, have been working on a Spanish-language album <laughs> called <laughs> Ma Bonita Maquina de Odio. Mm. <laughs> que bonita. Que bonita. <laughs> Um, so we're working through it um (laughs) sorry i had so many so many jokes of nine inch nail songs in spanish (laughs) i want to hear them all (laughs) yeah i can't okay <laughs> okay. Sorry. La lengua. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway. <sighs> Bow down. Okay. So anyway, but you know, speaking of, I'm just gonna cancel my jokes in Spanish. All right. Okay. They if might be inappropriate. If you feel you must. They might be inappropriate. And you know, I'm just one of those disgusting liberals mm-hmm. who at the very hint of something inappropriate has to cancel it. Yeah. That's how we that's how we roll. <laughs> we can't handle a little controversy. And we just immediately cancel things, like... We also can't take a joke. No. We can't. Um, 
you know, like, you know, what's what I think is a funny joke <laughs> is when, um, like a big freeze comes to Texas. Okay. Okay. All right. This is and, already relatable. Okay. And, um, senior citizens and children die in the middle of the night from the cold. Okay. That's, yeah, no. Okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, I'm I'm hanging in cuz I'm Okay. But what but what our our senator did was he got on a plane to Cancun. Oh, that's Okay. Wait. That's funny? No. That's not. Wait, but then when he went to um when he went to CPAC, he said, Orlando's a nice town, but not as nice as Kick. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a comed... I mean, topical, first of all. Topical and tropical, because Kick. <laughs> Second of all, self-deprecating, which comedians know is, like, really right. funny. Right. <gasps> What a guy. Oh my god. It's so funny. What and I just guy. and when you think about the fact uh, that there was there was literally kids that were dying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Holding their little brothers, trying to keep them warm. Mm. While he was on a plane to Cancun. That and is you, Yeah. I just, I would like to cancel that. But he, but he wasn't, that, that wasn't enough to cancel him. So you would think, you would think for sure that that would get somebody canceled, but it doesn't. I mean, there's a ton of things that you would think. Gina, I feel like you should introduce our topic for today. (gasps) What? You're right. I have been throwing that word around. Cancel. Culture. Cancel culture. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Here at Axopod, what we like to do is um, we take something that's been in the news and we like to put it in a larger historical context Mm -hmm. to help better understand it. And cancel culture is actually kind of an extension of... I think the the political correctness uproar it's like the um discipline arm of the political correctness. Okay. Right. Do you believe that or Yeah, I mean I Is that do, a reach? I see where I absolutely see where you're going with that only because of the way that it's been embraced by um you know a certain side of things. In a similar way. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Well, I'll make my case and I'll see if you agree with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going to leave. I'm going to make a wide open space for you to make your case. Because that's what we're doing here. Well, it's funny you should bring up, bring up wide open spaces. <laughs> because <laughs> that is a, song, a, a single by formerly known Dixie Chicks. I guess they're just the chicks now. But, um, but they were... In fact, canceled back in the day. No, no, no. 
Gina. Gina. Yeah, what's cancel up? Cancel culture is brand new. Okay? Cancel culture is of the now. It is a big deal right now, and it has never been a thing before this, ever. And it has always been a liberal thing. Gina. <laughs> it's liberal people who are doing canceling. Change my I mean, mind. <laughs> That's true. I Apple mean, dog dare ya. I mean, like, I mean, I guess... Are we going back to the Crusades? No, I'm just <laughs> Well, I feel like we... Let's stick... Yeah, well, let's definitely stick to the common era. Okay, okay. Um, but, so, if we're... Let's just go back to... Okay. So, yeah. political correctness, as a term, started sort of in the 70s, okay? I'll tell you where I'm starting there. Because okay. I feel like you're giving me a look. No, no, no. I'm, I, I want, I, you know what? I like to see your craft, Gina. I like to see how you weave your tapestry. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I want to believe I'm going to get there. I think you are. I know you you. are. Thanks. So this is, you know, right after the sixties and it's, we're, we're going back into academia okay okay so a lot of you know activists and freedom fighters have gone back and they're sort of codifying you know activism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so language is now becoming a new frontier for activism right right political correctness is actually kind of a jab within Within the sort of progressive circle. Yeah. As a way to sort of poke fun at other people who may be like scolds, you know, that take themselves a little too seriously. Right. So it's yeah, like. Yeah, we've talked about this before. We have an episode about this. We do. Can't tell you which one it is, but. It's almost certainly about political there. correctness. Yeah. But, um,. So, and then in the 90s, in the 90s, when Clinton, um, when Clinton was president and he, and then Newt Gingrich and, right, right, so they used that same, the progressives were not using political correctness. It was Mm -hmm. the right wing that adopted the term saying that there was a threat in universities of this sort of uniformity of thought Mm -hmm. and that to combat that there were all these conservative think tanks that were opened up yeah to sort of like even the scales and they were going to sort of use the same thing you know they were going to use language in the same way and it was the and that's where you saw the birth of, you know, you, we've used those examples before, but like, you know, chain migration as opposed to. For sure. Like the sort of dog whistle kind of stuff. This like, um, yeah, we can't say the 
quiet part out loud, so we're just going to kind of dance right. around it. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there used to be a time when you could sort of, you know, yeah, where just saying, well, we're just going to make it harder for people to vote. Right. Because when we do that, that's how we win elections. Yeah. Like, if you were to say that, it would be horrifying and wrong. But you sure. can just say that now. Yeah, it would, like, cause kind of, like, an uproar. And then people like Rush Limbaugh would come in and be like, um, you know. They're, this is, this, this is, what do you, like, say political correctness? This is where I go back to my, like... 1990s, 19, late 80s kind of upbringing, driving in the car with my mm-hmm. parents in, you know, my small area of America and just, you know, remembering like that kind of rhetoric, you know, like all of that, like anti-political correctness, like nobody can tell us what we can say and whatever, right? Feminazi. Feminazi. I completely remember that. And I was like, well, that sounds like a terrible thing. But also, um, yeah, I also don't like this person who's talking. Also, because this was like Anita Hill Mm. and sexual harassment was coming out. And so it was like, it's, again, these arguments... You'll you'll see that especially when if there's like um like a Democrat in office, mm-hmm. uh, or there's like a progressive, or mm-hmm. a, if if you if there's a feeling that you're losing the culture war, yeah, right. Um, that and you can't argue on the fact like for example now. Like, what is the Republican platform? We don't want to give you health care. Right. We don't want to bail you out from COVID-19. We don't want to give you Nobody money. voted for it. Yeah. None of us did. Yeah. Mississippi just, just now said, we do not want to accept federal aid because we don't want to expand Medicaid. Well, yeah, and that's, yeah, Texas did the same thing long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if, I mean, if that's your platform, right? You know, it's a lot easier. It feels so much better to say, "Can you believe, right, that they're canceling Doctor Seuss, right?" Mm-hmm. You know, those liberals won't stop. Which, by the way, we had nothing to do with. Nobody, dude. There was not a liberal conspiracy against Dr. Seuss. No. Did, I mean, true. did you did you call anybody about it? I mean, I didn't... Did you see anything I about mean, it? It seems like the... Um, from what I heard, it was like the folks that were in charge of the Dr. Seuss legacy were like, Hey, let's not do this anymore. It's kind of bad. You know, like, I don't like... That image is not, like, the best. So no. let's remember the good parts. And get rid I, of the bad. And that's the other thing. We just let you, it fade away. I mean, you know, we don't have to pretend like it never happened. But let's just not. Yeah. You know, 
promote it. I'm just gonna say, like, like Looney Tunes, nobody's saying all of Looney Tunes is canceled, but to pretend. I'm, I'm not gonna, do you think Foghorn Leghorn supported integration? No, he did Absolutely not. Can we talk about how? I want to talk about how. You made this connection about how political correctness, the whole idea of it started with progressives calling each other out, right? Right. Can we also talk about how the term cancel culture originated, or the term canceled itself Mm -hmm. originated on basically black Twitter. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about those parallels? Sure. And how um, it started out, again, as a joke among people like that that sort of like in-group, right? Yeah. It's another in-group joke. Right. That was taken over by this sort of a group that had sort of opposite uh, leanings, opposite intentions. Right. So they weren't <laughs> they weren't included in the joke originally. Yeah, they didn't know anything about it for I mean, out for years. Yeah, because I, they weren't interested in that scene at all. Probably wouldn't have known where it originated for it, like from at all. Like would not have known that it was even from Twitter necessarily. Yeah. Certainly not black Twitter. Yeah, and yeah, it was co-opted. I mean it was it, I mean again <sighs> So the theory being that That makes it so much more ugly. Um, It's taking a group of people who are kind of like trying to gently nudge each other toward being more aware of the circumstances of other people and, uh, you know, taking a broader perspective and, you know, learning, being open, you know, being quiet, listening instead of centering themselves, what have you. To basically this sort of uh, mob mentality kind of thing, right? Yeah. And it didn't necessarily start out that way, and it's not necessarily like the people who were sort of joking about it intended it to do that. Well, so I have a, a, I think, like a good quote to... Oh, so, please read a quote. <laughs> a centering quote is what we need. <laughs> Blocks of text. <laughs> yes. Um. So canceling is a way to acknowledge that you don't have to have power to change structural inequality. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Charity Hudley from that Vox article. You don't even have to have the power to change all of public sentiment. But as an individual, you can still have power beyond measure. When you see people canceling Kanye, canceling other people, it's a collective way of saying, 
we elevated your social status, yeah. your economic prowess, and we're not going to pay attention to you in the same way that we once did. I may have no power, but the power I have is to ignore you. Yeah. And that's how it started out. It started out as people on Twitter saying that, you know, I mean, I, you know, we're not talking about voting. We're not talking about political power, but we're just saying that we loved you or that we're your fan base. And this was a, this was a bridge too far. Right. And we're you ignoring failed us. you. You, you failed, failed us. And now you're irrelevant to us. And right. the only reason why there's any power behind it is because there's this huge um, social media platform where everybody can agree, right? And it's that sort of thing where it's like, what is what is real? Like, how much stake do you put in the power of, like, you know, that Twitter block? Is that all that it means? Because so many people have been canceled, so to speak, but have still, like, Louis C.K., come back to sold out shows where it's like obviously what he did was reprehensible and he did not uh i mean to my personal standards like uh uh make amends and yet and sort of doubled down and sort of did this kind of like oh i'm a, such a stinker kind of comeback but people like lapped it up so it's like what does canceling even mean like why are we so afraid of this when you can still make your living and you can still live your life and you can still have whatever ideology you want is it just that you're so averse to having a group of people on like having your mentions blown up on twitter but and here's the other thing though is that how, how, even with like Louis C.K. or, you know, how many does it take? Yeah. You know, is it 15 men? Is it 15 women? Is right. it 50 women? Yeah. And again, you're talking about a reputation. A, we're not talking about jail. Yeah. You know, there was only, you know, you know, only a few people actually went to jail, jail. Yeah. You know, but you're talking about, I mean, they're not broke. Like, Matt Lauer, like, he's crying in a mansion somewhere. Exactly. Charlie Rose, same. Yeah, it's like, oh, now you just have to live with the fact that you know a bunch of people fucking think that you're a shithead. Whereas before, you could have lived your life in bliss. Like, welcome to the new age. Like, that's what's happening now. This is, like, the growing pains of, a, a, like, a new technology, a new connectedness, you know? That's, yeah. this is, this is what's happening. And it's like, oh, do we have to change the way that we interact and the information? Yes, you yeah. do. That's yeah, you do. That's what it is. Exactly. I mean, there's it's like, a. It's a greater level of accountability, which is not bad. Because, because here's the deal. There's still a bunch of assholes who think your asshole opinion yeah, you, you just have to change your audience. Right. You just have to accept the fact that you're an asshole. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's it, right? That's It's a different audience. That's, 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 that's it. That's it. That's all. We're done. Yeah. Podcast over. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that's it. I, mean, there, the, I don't know what to tell you, but, like, there's, all, there's just a, it's a different audience. 
again, you'll you you can be a hero to a different group of people. Sure, the group of people that you always deserved. Yeah, you they're they're gonna creep you out. That's the people that t- were talk you were talking to all along. Yeah. You're, yeah. like, the FBI may, at one point, probably look through their, you know, through their hard drive history. Right. That's the group of people you're gonna... It's, it, I mean, it's basically, it's the same old story. It's like, oh, all the things that the liberals are doing. But, you know, a lot of people who have been canceled have been embraced by the other side to a degree that it has elevated them. So. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like when you get canceled, all you have to do is just change your audience. Like you don't, right. d- you don't disappear. I mean, there, the and I mean, it's really difficult. I mean, even like J.K. Rowling. I mean, that's she came up a lot. <sighs> yeah. What a disappointment! What a horrible, horrible disappointment! So many chances, so many chances to learn, so many chances to figure this out. It's not like it's not out there. This is so easy, and she has consistently doubled down. That there's Here's an example of someone who I wholeheartedly believe should be canceled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred fucking percent. Well, you know, it's funny because my um, dad was reading a book, a, a book that was like by like her Gilbraith or whatever. Sure. Boring. Her pen name. Yeah. And I, I was tried like, to read one of those. So lame. <laughs> by the and way. I was like, oh, you know, well, she's canceled. And um, he was like, really? Why? And I was like, um, well, you know, those books are satanic. Exactly. She's been canceled from both sides. That should be a infinite cancel. She should be canceled to some kind of nether world where she can't okay. like like really? You managed to be canceled from both sides. You're done. Can we be done with you? I would love to be done with you. I was like, Dad, you don't want to look. She's gonna confuse you with that witchcraft. Yeah. She's satanic. Before I knew how awful she was, like, I read one of her, like, non-Harry Potter books, and I was like, Jesus, this is so lame. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because I feel like the, you know, the, when I really felt it was, like, during, because during the Me Too era, yeah, when there were so many articles about oh my god uh-huh and about like is the me too era going out of control and right. i was like what do you mean ridiculous but what what i think the the real fear was is please stop posting the receipts mm-hmm. that's that was what the impression i was getting was Oh, do Please. we have to stop sending dick pics? Do we have to stop threatening women? Is that what has to happen? Do we have to stop threatening women? How will we ever go on as a society yeah. if we have to behave? Yeah. Well, and there, what really, like, 
what I noticed on Twitter, like it was really shocking to me, um, was that there's this case now, I don't know if you read about it, but it was, it's really big in London. Oh yeah. What? Yes. And they're having this big discussion about sort of recentering mm-hmm. language because sure. as you may have noticed, then it's like, you know, the statistics being like in their lifetime, one in five women will be right. Yeah. And that's like, when you say one in five women will be sexually assaulted or raped, yeah. that's like, was she walking in a forest and right. she and st- all of a sudden she stumbled into a sexual assault pit? Right. Because she knew that there was sexual assault pits everywhere, but she just decided well, to walk there. Well, it's weird because at first you think it's a train. Yeah. And then you're, I don't live near a train track. Wait a minute. And then you're like, wait a second. Is that, right. oh shit, did I fall into a sexual assault? No. Turns out there's a, there's another actor in this situation, and it's actually the person who did the violence. Well, and that's the thing, because just by saying that 187,000 women a year are killed by men, just yeah. by saying that, like... What an uproar. It, it but it did, though, Cezanne. And they were like, and then men were like, well, we're, we're scared to walk. At night. Are you, though? And we don't like walking at night because there's crazy people out there. I was like, not people. Men. Not people. Specifically. And they were like, well, what are you trying to say? Like, you know, there's like violent Are men. you afraid there's a lady gang out there with like knives and guns? You know what, though? <laughs> okay, Cezanne, first of all. But Cezanne, <laughs> honestly, I feel like I feel like we need a generation of lady jokers. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, like yeah, lady clowns, straight up lady jokers who want to watch the world burn. Okay, like unambiguous female presenting clowns. Yes, just terrorizing. Absolutely. Yeah. Because then it, this, all of this discord, all of this discourse would make sense. That's what I'm talking about. Straight up chaos, anarchy. You don't know where it's coming mm. from. Mm. I, I want you to fear a hundred percent of the population, not 50. Just, I want you to hear the so click. Scary. I want you to hear the click clack of heels and be like, fuck. Are Power they- heels. I want you to think. Shit, is there a crazy lady joker out there? Is she gonna stomp on my testes? And not in a way I find sexually pleasing. <laughs> this is not a kink, okay? Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's gonna say. On <laughs> in blood. It's horrible. Listen, I don't want anybody <laughs> to suffer, but I want you to understand. I want you to understand. And that, see, because there's going to be happy and sad lady jokers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to do this. 
They're just it. trying to create a balance, okay? Sorry, it's the they're, yin and yang. They're like the other side of the forest, and they can't help it. Look, it's like, oh my god, have you never seen Star Wars? Oh my god. It's, it's balance. Balance in the forest. It's allegorical. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah. But what I did want to say is, with cancel, cancel culture, which I think, I think we've just fucking canceled ourselves, but. I mean, here's the deal. How dangerous is it to be canceled? Really, here, I do want to talk about the dangerous side of cancel culture. Okay, tell me. I do want to talk about that, Gina. Tell because me. You could have a person who is just caught in a very bad moment yeah. on camera, just behaving poorly, and just doubling down and just realizing they're on camera, and they're just doing really, really bad stuff still on okay. camera. Okay, I feel like Gina? Let's just say that they I feel just- like your Aries is coming out right now. Let's just say that they just can't stop doing bad stuff even though they know they're on camera. (laughs) Gina. Okay. And let's just say that somebody is recording them because everybody now has a recording device. Sason, what did you do? I didn't do shit, Gina, because I am a responsible citizen. Okay. But let's just say Uh that somebody just went berserker. Uh-huh. And they just couldn't help it. And they just okay. went nutballs. Okay. 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 They're a normal citizen. I feel like this is you. It is. It is not me. Because when I am out in public, I am on my best behavior. Okay. And you've been do. wearing a mask for a year, so they don't know it's you. Exactly. I think to add on to that. One quote I did want to say is that um, Danielle Butler had a quote um, in The Root that said um, that, you know, conservatives, when they talk about their discomfort with cancel culture, it's a way to illustrate their discomfort with the kinds of people who now have a voice and their audacity to direct it towards figures with more visibility and power. Yep. Which is why when people say like, it's kind of like when you say, why can't I say this or this or this or this? It's their way to say, it's more to say, why are you allowed to tell me? Exactly. What to do? Why do you have a say in what I get to do? And the thing is, is that the very essence of political correctness or cancel culture is that these communities, like the disabled or Mm -hmm. women, we're the ones who are saying, when you talk about us, this is how you address us. And if you don't... There's a price to be paid. Yeah. You know? Well, like you were saying before, it's like, I get to ignore you. And that's what it really is. I mean, basically, fundamentally, it's like, 
it's not like I get to destroy you. No, it's like I get to decide to ignore you because you are canceled because your opinion is antithetical to exactly what I'm trying to build, exactly what I'm trying to make people understand. You don't count. Yeah. You don't get to say anything because you don't have anything about to say about my experience. You're done. We don't listen to you anymore. And that's, like, the hugest threat, right? Well, and that's the thing, because in in modern currency, like, visibility yeah. is, I mean, that is currency. So to say, like, the only power I have is to give you my view. Yep. And you don't have it anymore. I am not looking at you I'm not looking. Anymore. I'm not clicking. Blocked. Yeah. You blocked. You blocked. I'm not I'm not looking at it. I'm not watching it. I'm not telling I'm telling my friends to not look at it either. Yep. And the only people who have the power to cancel anything are the people who have enough people listening to them to get anybody on board. Yeah. I mean, this is life now. Get like figure it out. Yeah. Stop being shitty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Stop being shitty. Yeah. We're, you know, that's it. Do you not want to get canceled? Stop, Stop being, being shitty. shitty. End of. Nope. You know, I mean. All right. I mean, I think we figured that out. So, if you want to join our Legion of Lady Jokers, you can find us at Axe of Pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Axe of Pod on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Axe of Pod. Instagram. Instagram. Axe Pod at Gmail. And Axe of Pod, six feet away. From your mother's house. Because it's still important, guys. Yeah. And I hope... If you're vaccinated, you know, like, still wear that mask. And just still be, you know, still be thoughtful. Careful. Mindful. Respectful. Mindful. Mindful. Respectful. Mm -hmm. Of your mother. We love her. Yeah. I do. Alright then. Sexually. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm always at her fucking house. (laughs) That's why I'm there. Because I love her. Okay? Why do you think I'm always there? Listen, have you never thought of this before? Why do you think I'm there? Blindness, okay? Oh my god, put it together. Come on. Put We're madly in love. We love her. <laughs> She's Actually. still a sexual being to us. Ellen, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> She's gotta have it. Listen, she's vivacious. <laughs> yep. She's funny. Yeah. She's all the things we like in a lady. Yeah, that's right. She's available. I mean... And she's DTF. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god. I okay. You. I love your mother. <laughs> oh, I love her. I love her so hard. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back with Anne. She'll be the moderating force. Uh, Anne will ground us. Yeah. <laughs> She's not feeling great. <laughs> She, if this is the absolute truth, Anne ate some gas station burritos <laughs> and got herself sick. She had one, didn't feel great, followed it with the second one. I think, you know what I think happened? Mm-mm. She just partied too hard and she just enjoyed too much rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that little donkey could kick. <laughs> anyway. All right, so I'm going to do goodbye now. Goodbye now. Goodbye now.